so we're almost done with the show, guys. I did want to get one last topic in before we all we all go. We're all comic book fans here, and there's no love lost between Marvel and DC. What? You know? Yeah, no, not no, not at all. Um, you know, we've we've all been kind of waiting patiently. We're getting Wonder Woman and Black Widow, hopefully this year. You know, Marvel kind of just had their big celebration of the Infinity Saga is now over, and they're going to this realm of TV shows on Disney Plus and three, maybe even four movies a year. And, uh, you know, thank God they got to keep Spider-Man around. I'm glad that them and Sony were able to work out a deal because Spider-Man is usually the best part about the MCU right now, right now, right now. Yes. And there's a lot to love about the MCU, but I think Spider-Man is definitely just how we left far from home. It's the movie I'm most interested in. But yes. DC also is kind of on a bit of a role here. No matter what you say about Birds of Prey, it has its, it has its audience. I'm, I'm kind of on the side. I loved it personally. I did like it. And then before that, I believe it was Aquaman? No, Shazam. 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 And I really like Shazam, dug it. And then we, had, then we had Aquaman. And then we kind of went on like a year hiatus because we had Justice League. Wah, wah, wah. And uh, Wonder Woman, you know? Mm. And, you know, so DC, the DC has their hits and misses for sure. And look, Marvel's not perfect. Yes, they are. But yeah, no, they're not perfect. Um, <laughs> You know, they've had, you know, Thought of Dark Worlds and Iron Man 2, but it's, I think it's fair to say that the MCU so far has kind of dominated DC. Yes. But where I think DC has shined in right now is their standalone. I mean, they just kind of came up with Joker last year, and that really hit the mark with a lot of people. I, you know, I love that. But I know you have some issues with it. Dakota, I believe you loved it too. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. We haven't oh, talked about Joker much. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, I loved it. I think it's DC's best thing they've come out with since the dark knight rises easily yeah. you know so it, it it bears the question like hey should they really be doing this whole shared cinematic universe thing why don't they just do individual stories like joker you know and hopefully they don't do a sequel but you know it made a billion dollars so you know it's probably going to happen one of these days uh so i, I kind of just wanted to open up the, the the pod for this one last discussion of you know, the state of marvel and dc you know marvel's Marvel has earned our trust and respect that they can do whatever the heck they want to now, you know, and we're going to be there. I mean, they've done guardians of the galaxy, you know, they did do in humans. Wah, wah. Um, that was kind of a, a bit of a stinker, um, but I'm excited for their Disney plus shows. And DC seems to finally kind of have their flow going. And I think they finally, I think they finally stopped caring about what the MCU was doing. And then and they started caring about the stories and the heroes so, and they went away from that whole Zack Snyder, dark depression, Kirsten Stewart mood. So, uh, yeah, I just want to open up the floor and, and, and see what, how you guys feel about Marvel and DC right now. So, Ben, Dakota, if you guys want, whoever wants to chime in. I'll go. Um, so, I, I have a lot of opinions. So, I think DC is... Um, to speak highly of DC right now, they're doing very well in the, like, dramatic Dark Knight... Uh, joker type of things they do really well with that it's kind of it just sucks though because some of their movies it's like you have to go in just expecting the worst and then sometimes you might get the best it's it's bad um but i i have high hopes but especially with wonder woman i really loved wonder woman that was one of their better ones recently agreed but with marvel 
because of the end of the Iron Man and Captain America like era, I think it's like bringing uncertainty to the Marvel universe right now. And right. it's the best time for the DC like to, to really step it up. Unfortunately, they don't have anything coming out right now, which I think this year really would have been a good time to try and like build up their fan base. Um, right. I mean, we do have Wonder Woman coming out, which I'm excited about, but then they don't really have anything after that until next fall. And that's still, you know, a maybe. And they might have the Snyder Cut, but who knows? Uh, yeah, Marvel. We'll <laughs> and then uh, Marvel, I mean, we got Black Widow. We have a couple Disney Plus, um, which I'm personally, I'm, I'm just kind of like meh about, but we'll see when it comes out. I might end up loving it. I'm not, I don't know. There's nothing really exciting coming out until like Doctor Strange and Spider-Man comes out for me. I don't know anything about the Eternals, which is next fall sometime. And February. I don't know. But then, it, it, when is it? February. It's February? I thought I said like yeah. August. Oh, my bad. Um, but the last movie I knew nothing about with Marvel was Guardians of the Galaxy. And that ends up being like my favorite every time. So <laughs> who knows? Maybe this will be great. But <laughs> I think Marvel still has the brighter future, though, which is because they're owned by Disney Plus. They have a bigger. Uh, you know, they have more resources to put out more things. And- yeah. It's, it's funny you say that because I, I you know, I, as much I, you hit the nail on the coffin, uh, Iron Man and Cap kind of are not nail on the coffin. That's a terrible term. Nail on the, you hit the nail on the head. Yeah. I was like, wait, hold on. <laughs> um, yeah. So you hit the nail on the head with Iron Man and Cap as far as people really went to those movies because of Iron Man and Cap. You know, that was, that they were the money draw. Not to say that the other characters weren't great, but when you, when you go into those billion dollar films, the majority of them exclude Black Panther, feature either Iron Man or they feature Cap. And that was built on years of trust and time with these characters. And, you know, obviously like Iron Man 2, the first Captain America, which I still think is very underrated. Now they're gone. And I, you know, I, I say this all the time. I hope they stay dead. Well, Cap's not really mm-hmm. dead. Cap is, you know, Cap can't be fighting in the condition he's in right now. Right. Uh, you know, unless I do some kind of weird time travel thing. I couldn't have said any better to go to DC had this year to kind of really steal, steal the momentum away from Marvel. And they didn't do it. They yeah. didn't do it. They really should have capitalized on it now. Absolutely. Yes, COVID, terrible. But, you know, they're still doing some things with Doom Patrol on, you know, HBO Max and the Harley Quinn animated show, which is great. But it's it's not getting the kind of buzz that these MCU Disney Plus shows are getting. Mm-hmm. And and then on top of that, people are confused. Wait, so is that Joaquin's Joker part of, you know, DCU? Or what happened to Jared Leto? And wait, what about Matt Reeves' Batman? What, what happened to Ben Affleck? Yeah. Wait, what happened to Henry Cavill? Where's the mustache go? Is he still part of So, you know, there's so much uncertainty as far, and confusion. It's kind of like, where, 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 where do we stand? I think that DC's best thing right now that they have going for is Margot Robbie. I mean, she's kind of their crown jewel right now. And... Yeah. You know, it, it, it's weird to say that because DC's crown jewel is always Batman and Superman. And they screw the pooch with that in 2016. So, I, you know, Ben, I, I, I turn over to you. I, I'm very uncertain about DC's future and MCU's future, too. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 
I, I think DC does have a bright future just because the, the current momentum they have going on is, is good. But like Dakota said, they don't have a film coming out after Wonder Woman 84 till like next year. And even that's uncertain because how many times have we heard, oh, Black Adam's getting production. It's coming. Yeah. The Rock is coming. You know, probably tomorrow The Rock's going to announce that he's going to do a game plan two or a two fairy five. So, you know, we'll see. I just wanted to throw a question because we're going to you and maybe like you can throw your input in on it. But do you think that they should have uh, MCU I'm talking about? Do you think they should have taken this time after Iron Man and Cap gone to introduce new characters? Like I might say, I don't know what Eternals is about, but I don't, I think are those new characters? Like, do you think they should be spending time on yes. that or should they be pumping out like the next Spider-Man and Dr. Strange to like keep us. Ben, can I answer that real quick before you go, Ben? Can I answer that real quick? No. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yes and no. Yes, in the sense that this is kind of, we're going back to phase one now. Mm-hmm. We're, we're starting over. Uh, we're getting, you know, we're, we're going to get introduced to new characters, you know, like the Eternals, like Shang-Chi, like Mahershala Ali playing Blade, which is perfect, you know? So I think this is, Kevin Feige's time saying, let's get weird. Let's get crazy. We have the fans trust and let's reboot. Okay. Sort of reboot, you know, but then we have characters that we learned to kind of love. Spider-Man, whether you love or hate Captain Marvel, the movie still made a billion dollars. Obviously people loved it. And I like Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. Yeah. So I'm not going to take the time, any more time away from Ben. Ben, go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to say in the beginning that, uh, my hopes were kind of that they would stop after Endgame, uh, mm-hmm. and this was this was years ago. My thoughts, because yeah, I thought that would be a perfect end cap <laughs> to the Avengers franchise and and all these characters we've grown up and loved. But these these new titles and sequels that they're coming out or have in production, they do have me excited, especially like Spider-Man and Doctor Strange, and then like you said, Shang Chi, and also I know nothing about. The Eternals also, but the the cast is pretty stacked. Be excited! I've read yeah. some Eternals comics. Be excited. Okay, cool. Kevin Feige is gonna get weird. Gonna get weird. <laughs> I hope so. I'm loving it. And yeah, and that's another thing. I mean, that's that's good. They're they're getting weird and going out, branching out more. And uh, you could say Winter Soldier was a spy thriller type film, but if Black Widow goes hard into that genre, that's that's kind of a new thing for them too. So yeah, I'm. Initially, I was I was hesitant, but I'm um, I'm getting more excited about these these titles upcoming. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. I want to I want to throw this question out there, both you guys. So eventually, we are going to get another Avengers movie, Avengers Five. Who do you guys think should be the new leader of the Avengers? Because obviously, it was Cap. Cap is now 150 years old, so Cap can't be fighting anymore. Do you guys just on top of your head have? Have a have a have a, a a fan favorite that you want to put in there to be the new leader, or uh, so I'll say my my two guests my my personal picks, either Captain Marvel, once we start gaining more trust with her, or at this point I think you got to give it to Tom Holland and let Spider Man be the new leader. I think you they've kind of, I get it he's a young kid but I think they've kind of built this thing of you know Tony always second guessed a lot of stuff but he didn't second guess Peter. Mm-hmm. and I, I think you need to go ahead and let Spider-Man kind of lead off into the future. But they probably won't do that because Sony's going to be like, well, no, because in case we hate you guys again, you know, we're not, we don't, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, those would be my two choices too. Uh, it would be awesome if Captain Marvel 
her sequel. I, I like the original uh, a lot, but if her if her sequel does a lot more character development and hopefully it's present day and you know gets her more into the, the modern era and builds her up a lot, then that would be awesome to see her as as the new leader. And also speaking on that, if for Marvel and DC, if we could get more diversity with mm-hmm. race and gender uh, on or in front of and behind the camera uh that'd be that'd be awesome and i you know i think they're they're trying of course wonder woman and patty jenkins and then black widow has kate shortland and then eternals chloe zhao i believe that's how you pronounce it yeah so looking a little better but it you know from the from the start it should have been more i feel like yeah and then also tom holland i think is a is a good shout for uh for a new leader they've been building him up recently and especially with far from home and we'll see what they do with him trying to recover uh with his his real name being put out there yep you guys made good points so i think they are building uh spider-man up in that direction um whether it was just to get him more mature or to be in a leadership role i don't know but they're definitely like aiming him that way but I think Captain Marvel could, but I, I'd have to see more before I can make mm-hmm. that opinion because they're really pushing her to be kind of like, she's all over the universe. She's indestructible. We'd have to see more softness, not because she's a woman, but because um, we really have to like humanize her. Right now she's so tough and she can do anything. She's protecting other planets because... All right, so let's just let's switch over to DC. Guys, we're getting a Snyder cut. <laughs> what? <laughs> and uh, Ben, I think you and I have had these conversations before. Dakota, we haven't really had much talk about the, the, the Snyder Cut. I am happy for Snyder, especially after what happened with his daughter, family tragedy. I am happy he's getting his vision. I am not the biggest Snyder fan. I think he is a good director. He is not this god that the Instagram community claims him to be. Uh, I, I do think he has some great films. Watchmen, 300, Man of Steel, BVS, Sucker Punch, not so much. That being said, guys, I the, the fans won and they, they got what they wanted and they but they bullied their way into getting it. And I'm not really happy about that. And this is kind of also why I'm a big Marvel fan. I've always been a Marvel fan, but you know, we don't see these fans clamoring for uh, I want a Whedon cut, I want a Russo cut, I want a I want a Kugler cut. You know, we, we get you know Kevin Feige has that confidence in the director, but he also oversees everything. So he's been there, he knows that. WB doesn't have that. DC doesn't have that. And you know, this is another Snyder film getting another extended cut. And look, I'm sure we're all gonna watch it. Day comes out, and I'm sure Ben will do a five-hour spoiler spoiler review on it, whatever, complaining <laughs> or loving it. Uh, we'll see. But here comes the question, guys, and no one's talking about this because everyone's all excited about the Snyder Cut. Woo-hoo! If the Snyder Cut is good, what happens then? Before you get into that, what is supposed to come with the Snyder Cut? I've read a little bit, but just tell me in the audience, like what is supposed so to come it, out of it? It's I'm still confused myself. It's so it's well. That's why I'm here. So it's basically, <laughs> you know. So there's going to be footage from 
Justice League cut that we got, but this is Zack Snyder's version now. So, this, I mean, it's got all new footage. It's going to be rescored. You know, the CGI is going to be done. And, you know, you saw some earlier, like, so you now in the final battle, it's all red. Like, you know, the sky is all red and whatever. So, well, now Snyder's version is going to be all dark and blue and gray and stuff like that. So Snyder's going to see that. Ooh. We're supposed to be getting, we're supposed to be getting dark side, which is kind of like, okay, so is this, what, what's that do for the future of the DCEU? So this, is, this is basically Snyder's movie because they kind of, when Snyder had left and Whedon came, Whedon pretty much did a complete 180 and cut out a lot of stuff that Snyder did. And I'm starting to think now that Whedon kind of just avengered, avengered this whole thing because Justice League felt like a really poor man's Avengers movie. And Batman doesn't tell jokes. I don't need Batman making jokes. You know, that whole thing of, you know, Superman, I don't know if you guys remember that scene, Superman goes, well, I know you didn't do this because you like me. Well, I don't not like you. I'm like, is that supposed to be funny? That's supposed to be a joke? I, I wasn't buying it. It was a complete departure from what I loved about the BVS, which was Ben Affleck's dark take on Bruce Wayne. He's the best part about BVS. And now we're getting this whole, but we're getting this four-hour cut of, of Zack Snyder's True Vision and WB throwing all this money behind it. And, you know, maybe someone can fact check me, but I think the budget for this thing is going to surpass $40 million. So obviously they, they told Snyder, hey, go do your thing. So this is going to create some problems of, okay, so if this is good, what happens then? Does DC scrap their plans again and go with a totally new version of the DCU? Do they... Now, uh, Ben, this is something that you and I have talked about before. What do you do with Ezra Miller's Flash? Do you bring him back? Do you recast him? Amber Heard. Amber Heard was also in Justice League. She's in a bit of legal trouble right now, too. So what do you do with her? I'm pretty sure she's not coming back. I, I, I'm, I'm almost certain she's not coming back. I don't think uh, so. Uh, the, the girl's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So... Here's my thoughts, guys. I think I think the Snyder Cut is going to be a definite improvement, but I think it's also going to create more problems, and we're going to be sitting right here next year talking about, oh, boy, here we go. DC's getting – that was pretty good. DC's getting ready to scrap their schedule, you know? So that's kind of my, my, my thoughts on the whole Snyder Cut thing. I'm, I'm glad Snyder's getting his version, but I think fans need to kind of temper their expectations too. Of it's going to be epic. It's going to be a mess. It's going to be better than Infinity War. It's going to be better than Endgame. You take that raw. It's going to be so much better. I'm like, yeah, you know, slow yeah. down, <laughs> down people. Um, so yeah. So you guys, I leave the floor open to you guys. I've talked ad nauseum already. So any thoughts on the Snyder Cut, Ben or Dakota? Y'all, either you can chime in. Well, with talking about fans getting their way, um, we had a little bit of that with a movie earlier this year with Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, <laughs> well, that was needed. That, that was, was needed. Yeah, that was necessary. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. A lot of fans disagreed uh, with that first trailer with the way Sonic looked. But the, yeah, they, they agreed and they said, all right, we'll take a little time to step back and, and work on it. And the, I mean, it's a, a decent movie, but the, I, I do agree Sonic looks better. But that's like a, a positive spin on it, I guess. And if if this <laughs> if Snyder Cut comes out and it's great, then yeah, then we can remember that one more than the other one, I guess. Not for me. That that, that <laughs> will be ingrained in my head forever. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just no. 
not my Justice League. <laughs> so, rough. but yeah, and I, I remember initially hearing um, when they, they said they were going to do it, I thought it was already made and it was something the studio had, uh, had cut out. See, that's, but that's what the fans have been trying to tell you. It's already done. It's been made. It's finished. Zack yeah. Snyder has to like touch up the visual effects. No, no, that's not. No, that's not what it is. They're filming. It's not what it is at all. They're filming new material, and it almost seems mm-hmm. like, why can't they just move on and do another movie <laughs> um, instead of, yeah, backtracking? Which almost, yeah, yeah, that kind of seems worse to me than than just moving on course like it, that parallels kind of with uh, star wars i know not everyone loves the last jedi i do but Absolutely. i feel like the rise the rise of skywalker kind of backtracked on that and some of the ideas that were built up were just kind of stopped on so well that's another that's another example ben of people listening to the fans yeah you know True. so you know that i mean you know, we're not going to get into star wars conversation no but, no, know, no, that's no another no. example of People listening to the, you know, Disney falling for that trap of, you know, that wasn't my Star Wars and that wasn't Luke Skywalker and you messed up Kylo Ren and, you know, Daisy Ridley and, you know, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. I like how everyone sounds the same to you when they're, when they're talking on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, with, with all that in mind, I don't know. I, I guess we'll, we'll wait and see, but I don't see how this will really change anything. Cause it won't. Yeah. It's not. Just going to create more problems. Yep. Dakota? I guess I'll take the brighter side, I guess. Um, I agree. <laughs> I mean, I agree with everything you guys were saying and like no production company should be like bullied into like forking out money to do things just because some fans were angry. But um, I think that this was definitely a um, kind of like a interesting instance. It's not like they... Yeah just wanted to stifle his creativity and stuff he had a right it's because he had the his family tragedy and then um we just took over because it's like that doesn't normally happen it's not because like he had to step away it's not because he got pushed out or fired or something so i don't think that this will cause this kind of instance to happen a lot i think it's kind of nice that he gets to finish it I don't know. It's it's just a weird instance. I hope it doesn't cause too many issues for future projects, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't really remember Justice League all that much because <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> I never revisited it, but yeah, I'm trying to push it out of my memory too. <laughs> One point though about going to Marvel, how Edgar Wright originally signed on to do Ant Man, and I, I don't know how long he was on the project, but he left due to creative differences Mm -hmm. and it would be cool to see his work. And, you know, if they got enough money to to give to the project for him to finish it, but uh, you know, we got a pretty good Ant-Man movie, I think from Peyton Reed. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's not, not that we're pitting the fans against each other, but there's, I don't see many Marvel fans clamoring for a, hashtag release the Edgar Wright cut. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that just goes into the fact that, you know, Marvel can accept defeat. You know, that you know they accepted that Iron Man 2 was not good and they moved on. You know, there were still positive aspects. You know, Robert Downey Jr. continued evolution of the character. And, you know, that clearly was more of a setup for the Avengers than a really an Iron Man movie, which is, you know, but they learned from their mistakes. 
And the same goes for Thor The Dark World. You know, they, yeah, it's probably what the, probably the most least liked Marvel movie out of all of them so far in terms of the MCU. But they course corrected. Took them, you know, a couple of years, obviously, but Thor 3 came out and now we, now everyone's favorite Avenger might be Thor, you know? So, uh, you know, I, I think Marvel can handle defeat better. I think DC, whenever, you know, they, they get a couple of angry 40-year-olds in their mom's basement going, well, you know, that was, you know, Wonder Woman was too sexy or, you know, Flash was annoying or, you know, that's not my Batman. Batman shouldn't kill. They, they, I think DC needs to learn how to accept failure. But learn from their mistakes and try to move on, move past that. Uh, so we're going to wrap up here. I just want to ask well, one more question with you guys. You know, we, so we've talked about both. You know, they both have, I think we both, we can both, they, they definitely have bright futures coming ahead for them. My question to you, I'll start with you, Benjamin. What do you think? Marvel. By the time we Sorry, hit the, <laughs> the next, <laughs> by the time 2030 hits the next decade. Wow, who will have the better success? Who will who will who will? Yeah, who will have who will be more successful come twenty thirty? For this decade or overall? Uh, let's just overall. Who do you think will will? De- let's just let me let me rephrase the question. Okay. Will DC in our eyes? Because I think we like we've all kind of made it clear that we're all Marvel fans more than DC fans. So the question I ask you guys is: Will DC catch up to Marvel? by 2030 or will marvel still be ahead of the game can they yes will they probably not is is my short answer yeah if they if they keep putting out films like joker these more character driven standalone films and but also you know shazam was fun yeah if they if they keep churning out those those types of films then they can definitely uh improve plus if they if they do have a good team up film uh, another justice league and i don't know i can't get into who i'd want as director but um that's a discussion for another day but right if they if they do it right and yeah then they can they can definitely get up to the to the heights of marvel but mcu is always going to have my heart for doing it first and Really, uh, really shocking the the film industry. I think with their groundbreaking ideas. Dakota. Yeah. Um, so we're talking about in another ten years, if yeah. Marvel will still be reigning champ. Yes. So I'm, I'm actually surprised Marvel has done what it's done since the first Iron Man. Like it's kept up this momentum. Like I am actually very surprised. I feel like there is a possibility just with this long span that they could uh, burn out a little. I hope not. Cause I love their stuff, but I don't know. I think DC really needs to like, just figure their stuff out and just figure out what they want to do. If they don't want to like compete with Marvel as far as team ups and just focus, like you said, like just focus on Joker dark Knight type quality, dark things. I think they could have something great and maybe, at some point they'll start having like a little head to head battle. Like, Oh, they're better this year. They're better this year. But I don't, I don't know if they'll, if they'll get there. Marvel's just really got their focus right now. And it's really great. It's hard to, hard to tell. So I'm going to shock some people right now. I think DC will at least catch up to Marvel in terms of getting their stuff together. But 
something tells me in the back of my head that as soon as, you know, Marvel releases like Phase 5 and beyond, you know, there's going to be some DC execs like, okay, all right, so they got Avengers 5 and 6 coming out in 2025. We need to have BVS 2 and Justice League 3 and 4. And, and you know, I, and, you know, remember like, what was it, five years ago now they had this plan for Cyborg and Joker and Harley Quinn and, you know, all those other properties that aren't even going to come out anymore. I still think Marvel will be on top, but I think DC will get their act together because I, I think they need to go more in the direction of standalone and kind of get rid of this shared cinematic universe thing. You know, find mm-hmm. a way to either correct the ship and maybe with the Flashpoint movie, this Flashpoint movie or just next Justice League movie to kind of get back on the right track. Or you just got to go ahead and disband it and be like, have Shazam in his own universe, Aquaman. Flash, Batman, Superman, this have them be standalone like Joker did and, you know, build on from the, that success. Now, not all those films are going to be on that same level that Joker was. I think Joker was kind of a, you know, a special treat for all of us comic book fans because that, that was more than just a comic book movie. That was really, if you take out the name Joker, it's still a great movie. You know, it's about a man losing his sanity. But yeah, I think at the end of the day, I think DC with Birds of Prey, Aquaman, and Shazam, I think they've kind of at least found their rhythm. And I think by the time 2030 hits, I think we'll be talking more positively about DC. And and I think you said Dakota best that Marvel's biggest thing right now is do not oversaturate us with content. Because they I mean they are they've announced like eight Disney Plus shows in the next like three years, and it's a lot. I mean, so it could ruin it for both franchises if it's too much. It could. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you, COVID. But regardless, <laughs> I think we can all agree that they both have good futures, bright futures ahead of them. Yeah. As long as they kind of focus on the task at hand and they don't bring back Tony and Cap. So yeah. Yes, I agree. Uh, that's that, guys. We, we right. reached the end. Uh, it's bedtime. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it is time to go. Uh, so for Dakota. And for Benjamin and uh, your host, Roger Clipshot, bye-bye. Well, good evening. Oh, my God, I did it again. (laughs)